Welcome to the January 27th edition of the Relevant Podcast. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me, as always, is our editorial director, Kara Davis. Hello. Managing editor, Tyler Clark. Happy to be here, Cameron. And Just Jesse. Shake it up a little bit. And Jesse Carey. It's good to be back, too, Tyler. As always, the Relevant Podcast is the uh, audio companion to Relevant Magazine and relevantmagazine.com. We look at uh, entertainment, news, releases, issues that affect our lives, and we always get to your reader feedback, which is the low point of the podcast every week. <laughs> Some people are pretty upset about our joke, Lord, <laughs> about how just blunt we were about their bad jokes. Yeah, they like got offended at their lame jokes. Uh, <laughs> albums releasing on Tuesday of note. We have one by Various. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> There's two by Various. He puts out a lot of it's music. It's called The Killer and You, a tribute to the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, of Montreal has deflated Shim, uh, full slightly flowers, syllabines rest. I can't even read these I words. Don't e- I don't even know what that is. I have no idea. What, oh, anyway, it's Of Montreal. There's a They have a video on Relevant TV right now. Check it out. And then also another album by Various, uh, this one with Sufjan Stevens, the earlies. It's called Dream Brother, the songs of Tim and Jeff Buckley. Ooh. Yeah, that's interesting. Fun. Pick that one up. Yeah. Uh, there's actually, uh, the week after that has some good albums, but we won't give that away just yet. Uh, movies released in today. We have Annapolis starring, uh, James Franco and Tyrese. So young. <laughs> that Franco. B- Big Mama's House 2 starring Martin Lawrence. Been waiting for that one. I already <laughs> had my tickets. <laughs> I just can't imagine that there was a need for a Big Mama's House 2. I mean, really, if you're wanting... The Big Mama humor. Just go rent Big Mama. <laughs> and wasn't that out yeah. like five years ago? <laughs> it's kind of like the Deuce Bigelow one. Yeah. Right? Five years later. Uh, and also Bubble, um, uh, which is, you want to tell it's me a, about that It's one? a Steven Sonderberg movie. Uh, it's real like a low budget like horror murder mystery, but a lot of industry people are really interested because he actually released it on DVD in theaters and on pay-per-view on the same day. So it's kind of like the movie's like, okay, but the marketing strategy is really causing a buzz. <laughs> it's all about the buzz. That's right. And that'll do it for the entertainment releases this week. Next up, Slices. You're listening to the wonderful sounds of Sior Rose. It's their new single, Hop 
Impala. I, I, I guess that's how you say it. It's Icelandic. It's playing on relevant TV right now, so we wanted to bring it into the podcast. Also, what you heard at the beginning of the podcast was Doves, uh, Sky Starts Falling. So, uh, yeah, check that out at relevant TV as well. All right, time for slices. Here's Jesse. Well, as we all know, Mel Gibson is a devoted Catholic um, with a passion and such, but he is the also- passion of the Catholic. <laughs> He is now building a church for his dad, and it's uh, his father's like 87 years old and was having to drive three hours to find a church that he liked. And so because they, they are like kind of a sect of the Roman Catholic Church that doesn't follow the Vatican too. So anyway, to he's gonna, just going to build his dad his own church, and they've actually found a priest that's going to be there. So there you go. That's Mel Gibson's a good man. Uh, you've probably heard about the buzz. The Rolling Stone cover that comes out today is featuring Kanye West dressed up as Jesus. He's wearing the crown of thorns. He's been beaten. And the cover line, speaking of Mel Gibson, is the passion of Kanye West. And, uh, and, and so, you know, all this controversy, oh no, he's, you know, whatever. Well, the day after this story broke, so it was yesterday, um, Kanye was being interviewed and he's like, well, yeah, I just wanted y'all to talk about me again, so that's why I'm doing it. You know, it's just he. We've just played into his hand. So it's not trying to make some big Darn statement. You, He's just trying to create controversy, just publicity stunt. Mm. I, I feel like a lot of his stuff is just hype. Yeah, you know? I, I, mean, I think the George Bush doesn't care about black people was that. Yeah. I mean, I think he was just doing it to make people talk about Kanye West. He's he's a genius. <laughs> I I think his music's okay, but you know. All the other stuff, I don't really too too much care about him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's a 26-year-old artist named Tone that some of you may be familiar with. I know Tone. He's a gospel, funky R&B guy. Yeah. We actually profiled him in I Am Relevant, our book on relevant books. That's right. Yeah, back in the day. And back when I was at Seven Ball, we covered him too mm-hmm. um, back in Nashville. Yeah, he's uh, actually award-winning. He's got a lot of you know credits to his name and um just kind of out of the blue for those of us who don't know him that well he posted on his myspace blog sunday um that he's quitting he's just stepping back letting everything go he's seen a a lot of negative things in the industry in the church and had some really strong words uh for those people and and the reason why he's retiring um and he, he says in his blog that this isn't a ploy to get everybody worried about him or to start more rumors or publicity. He says that he's not leaving gospel to sing R&B. Um, and I'll, I'll read some of the blog. He actually refers to himself in third person, so don't be confused. <laughs> Tone is retiring from an industry and religion that has completely stripped and cut and scarred his heart to the point he feels there's no repair. And yes, I blame church folks. You have caused so much hurt and pain to so many people that needed to see the love of a real Christ. I'm done with church. Uh, I'm all about kingdom now. And in my pursuit of the real Jesus, I leave your fictitious, vindictive country club and cancel my membership to the industry and denounce it. I don't fit in and I don't want to. Whatever my mission is for God, I want to do it with the right heart and the right spirit. But that's just I don't have the right spirit right now. I'm too bruised to know what to feel. So, and that's just one paragraph of twenty that is similar, and it, it's obvious that something major, you know, was going on um, in his life, and he's feeling a lot of hurt and a lot of pain right now. It's, he's like a gold-selling artist. Like he's a successful 
artist, you know? He even says on his blog, right now, I'm an eight-time Stellar Award-winning, two-time Dove Award-winning, Grammy-nominated, gold-selling artist with no furniture, divorced, no chairs, no money. The label doesn't give me advances because my contract is real whack. They don't communicate. I don't know what else to say. Um, so he's got he's got beefs with the you know the industry and church people. He talks a lot about like the fakeness that that he's seen. Um, so it was just kind of a wow kind of thing. Um, you can go to myspace.com and search for Tone and read the whole entry. And he's got like two thousand friends on there and, and a lot of people are responding and um yeah just really interesting and tone is t-o-n-e-x is that yes right? thank yeah. you yeah. tyler the I editor i don't think you'd go that way um on your own with it <laughs> <laughs> tone x right. yeah i just knew him as tonex because uh, <laughs> his his debut album was actually called pronounced tone that's yeah, cool yeah he, it the was pronunciation tone yeah no it was called pronounced Tone and it was spelled p- phonetically. Right. Okay. So That's it was cool. pronounced. Wow. There you go. For guys like you, Tyler. <sighs> well, I'm so uncool. <laughs> Speaking of uncool, um, <laughs> Bono said that uh, when he first started getting really into uh, political and, uh, and, and and social activism stuff, that the other members of U2 were um, kind of concerned that it would make the band look uncool. Um, but he said that. In recent years, the band has uh, um, is, is much more open to it, and they know that like their fans really, um, really like the, the the activism that Bono's involved in. So the the band's cool with it now. And he said that as he was talking about um, Red, his new uh, the new clothing line that he is um, that he's launched, where the uh, the proceeds will go to fighting AIDS in Africa. So there's that. And in other news, I have another slice. Ooh, double dip. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Two times to Tyler. Can you can you ever get enough? Can you ever get enough? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Carol, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be I'll be weeping in the corner. Thanks, guys. Um, anyhow, the WB and the UPN or and UPN, my two favorite networks are. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with Gilmore Girls. All right. Yeah, and and Reba is is better than ever this season. Uh, hey, she goes to church and stuff. He's a supporter. <laughs> when uh, when Juan was here, he put up like three slices about me being a, a Gilmore Girls fan, and I got I got emails from people. I got emails from, from one. I got an email from a guy that was like, "Hey, man, it's cool that another dude likes uh, Gilmore Girls. Keep it up." And I wrote him back, and I was like, "Um." I don't really like Gilmore Girls. I mean, that's cool if you do and all, but uh, yeah. you didn't need to write him back. Well, you I think just let him think yeah. that he had an ally. It was about something else too. Tyler, you know, Tyler just didn't want it to be known that he liked yeah. Gilmore Girls. That, that guy's gonna be at his church going, "Hey, the guy from Relevant likes right. Gilmore Girls." Well, <laughs> yeah, smearing was, your name. He he was from Reuters, and he said he was gonna like put it up online. And, you know. <laughs> um, you'd see you'd see the commercial Gilmore Girls and endorsements. One right. would be Tyler yes. Clark at Relevant Magazine. Exactly. So I was, you know, I was just protecting well, my good, good, good name. Good thing you, you know, clear that one up. All right, go. Anyhow, go so the WB and UPN are shutting down this fall and will reemerge as one network called the CW, and they will take the best shows of the two networks, which is kind of, you know, a bit of an oxymoron, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and put those shows on on CW. Does CW stand for Country Western? I believe so. Um, actually, UPN is owned by uh, CBS. Viacom, yeah. Yeah, and um, 
the WB is, of course, owned by Warner Brothers, so it's CBS oh, Warner Brothers. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yes, the CW. Well, there you go. Speaking of TV announcement stuff, uh, this week all the networks <clears throat> were announcing their fall lineups. And so one of the big uh, stories to break was, and we're going to take full credit for this. Yep. Full sh- credit. Yep. Was the Book of Daniel has been uh, immediately terminated. Yes. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> Uh, the series creator, Jack Kinney, said uh, it was, quote, due to many reasons. Mm. But if you really read into that, it's due to Relevant Magazine. Yeah, yeah. I think so. If you read between the lines on that. <laughs> what are we going to target next, guys? <laughs> well, well, <laughs> funny you should ask, Kara, because there's a very popular musical opera, and uh, it's right now, it's really huge in, in England. It's Jerry Springer with the opera, and... <laughs> This has a lot of Christians up in arms because, you know, it's satirical and it has some pretty some pretty crass things in it. But after the BBC aired it, they had 60,000 Christians complain, and there's two Christian organizations that are leading campaigns against it. So it looks like this one is uh, going to go the way of Daniel. Well, it's in England, so yeah. where crazy the world revolves Brits. around... America. So if it's not here, well, US, well, I we think this conversation will actually wow. push it over the edge. So <laughs> wow. if they hear us on the podcast. Oh, also, uh, West Wing has been canceled. Mm. Yeah. I liked that show. I liked it's it in the cool. early days. Yeah, but then I think it got too ideological and less about the characters and more about mm-hmm. the left wing yeah. politics. And I was just like, uh, lost interest. It was always one of those shows that I really liked, but rarely watched. I was like, oh, I love the West Wing. And Do thanks a lot. <laughs> and yeah. it says, due to Tyler Clark, the West yeah. Wing, not watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. What power we wield. Just buy so the why DVD. can't we keep Arrested Development on the air? Yeah. <laughs> we can. It's just going to go to Showtown. Oh. Or ABC, maybe. Or the CW. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> If Tonight, after an all-new Gilmore <laughs> on a Girls, very special. I, I seriously saw one of these on a very special because I was flipping through. And Seventh Heaven. No, it was it was a Reba. It was like <laughs> Reba takes in victims of Hurricane Katrina, oh, and it was no. like these two women. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Like it was the most opportunist thing I've ever seen. And I was wow. like, oh, gather the family around because Reba's Reba's socially active tonight. <laughs> So, would she go out with their girlfriend? What do you mean, socially active? <laughs> Social activist, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Jesse's wearing all red today. I, I just want to point that it's out. He's a, wearing a little red hat and a little red shirt and a little red shirt under the red shirt. He's hoping people will <laughs> And it's think all it's velvet. From. Yeah. <laughs> he's draped himself in velvet. If it was socially acceptable, I would. That'll do it for Slices. Next up, your feedback. Introduce said yes I think we've met before in that instant it started to pour captured a taxi the spider of the land we drove in silence across Pontchartrain Plain and all of that time you thought I was sad I was trying to remember you that's the uh, wonderful sounds of stars the song is your ex-lover is dead <laughs> that's a good upbeat <laughs> now, now playing on relevant tv <laughs> where we play the music hits. to feed your soul <laughs> anyway that's stars all right last week we asked you what podcast other than this one uh you're listening to and we now have your results your replies 
Yeah, well, we should have said other than relevant and other than Triple X Church because apparently someone got the word around that this was our question of the week and a lot of Triple X Church podcast fans um, wrote in after a certain period, after a certain time yesterday. Okay, let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah. We got got no Triple X Church podcast responses and then yesterday at 3 p.m. we got bombarded with like 50. Which means obviously an e blast one. Now that that is just shady. And you know what I'm going to call for right now is a boycott and a campaign <laughs> against the Dirty Little Things podcast. <laughs> Their dirty little secrets. Yeah. yeah, dirty little secrets. Whatever it's called. <laughs> That's kind of mono versus stereo style, you know? Yeah. How the label they go and you know vote for Maylene on relevant TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, they're driving traffic to the site. They're getting people to listen. But when you boil it down to it's. Manipulation. It, I got, I kind of, I'm kind of flattered that, <laughs> you know, it would be that, you know, important to. It's not like you know, vote for this band on TRL, but yeah. th- we have yes, that status is. now. We That's do. Great. We have that status. We're like Kanye West. <laughs> we are great. <laughs> Everybody wants a piece. Well, of we, us. We've we've reached a point where you know, I read a great quote from Kanye yesterday that said something about how. If everybody else is talking about how great you are and you know it, why is it bad to say that you're so great? I'm like, oh, Kanye. We are great. Yeah. <laughs> now, pride does come before a fall, so next week will be the last relevant podcast. No, I'm sorry. All right, so some of the results other than Triple X Church. Yeah, we got some votes for Dave Ramsey. Um, of course, the new music, iTunes Tuesday thing. Um, there's an interesting one called Bored Again Christian. It's a radio show. That plays like Isley over the Rhine, the Elm, Starfire, Fifty Nine, but it's bored again. B O R E. How can they play songs on a podcast like full? Like there's a law against that. Well, let's bring going them down. down too. Well, you as a because this is a new technology. As the law stands right now, to the best of our knowledge, is you can play up to thirty seconds, just like you can on a website. Mm. But you can't play full music in a podcast because the person is downloading that podcast mm-hmm. and therefore they're downloading that music without royalties being paid to the label and the artist. And so it's illegal to have full music on a podcast. I think I could be wrong, but I know that I've listened to that podcast before several months ago. And I think that it's not one that you'd like through iTunes. I think it's it's just like... it. Um, oh, it's just a radio It streams it, like... It done download, so but like, still yeah, they would have to pay like royalties, like like uh, like uh, well, QuickTime you can download, but you're talking about it just streams. It's not a downloadable. Well, like thing. morning yeah, becomes so. eclectic has, um, but it's a live set kind of thing, live on the air interview and live music. So yeah. maybe that yeah, that's is different. Fine. No, that's totally different. But if you're playing like music, like mm-hmm. CDs, songs, it, you can't do that. We're, we're calling for, for a too. boycott of that yeah. podcast. That's going right. down too. It's right go- now, Triple X Church, <laughs> bored again. They're the, on. They're, they're on the. <laughs> you're going down board. They're on the. You're dead to me wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Colbert Report reference for uh, those of you who I aren't cool. I actually had one for bored again. I also have one for the official Lost podcast. I had yeah. several of those. Several right? of those. Yeah. And that's apparently <clears throat> a podcast with 
interviews with the producers and behind the scenes, some kind of some kind of nerd thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something, that, something that I think Tyler subscribes hey, to. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. Just because I check the message boards, the lost <laughs> message boards, see what's coming up, doesn't mean I'm a nerd. Uh, here's one for Mosaic, Erwin McManus. Um, also, Rob too. Bell had a few mentions, although it's not a real podcast. You can go every week and download the sermon, so... But Mosaic was one we saw several times. Yeah. Hey Flynn, is there an LA Symphony podcast? Because I got somebody telling me that someone it's really the best likes podcast it. Ever. Well, legally EMI made us. Uh, they stopped all the the iTunes stuff, but we have a stream <laughs> on LASymphony.com. Well, we're boycotting EMI now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Flexing this this strong arm we got here. Because Kylie in Orlando, Florida, told me that it's the best podcast ever, and she swore that it wasn't Flynn saying this. I would have to agree with Kylie. I, yeah. They went out last Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got one for uh, Covenant Life Church, which is the home church of Josh Harris, who is the... Uh, I like, kissed Aiden goodbye. Yeah, he ruined a lot of people's high school <laughs> lives, <laughs> including someone in this room. Oh, so Tyler. I don't. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thanks um, a lot, Josh Harris. <laughs> Tyler's There's still a, afraid to kiss his wife now that they're married. <laughs> Is this okay? <laughs> uh, the Onion Radio News got a few mentions. Mac TV video podcast, although they're calling him video cast, even though iTunes calls him video podcast. But I got one for podcast. I got one for Ed Young's uh, podcast. Ed um, Young's a good guy. He wrote an article for our next issue. Yep, yep. He's Look a pastor in Dallas. Do has anyone listened to the Ricky Gervais? Is how you say his name? Uh, Gervais. Gervais. The he's the original I think it's Ricky Martin. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the original creator of the British Officer. He has a pretty funny, random, and just weird podcast. I I, I subscribe to the Menudo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, also, hidden talents. We asked people to tell us about their hidden talents. Did you guys get any of those? I have a, I have a few in front of me. I got a marriage proposal. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it wasn't exactly a hidden that, talent, but nice. yeah, we we had a guy. Which was this was a little disturbing. Um, he's a featherweight alligator wrestler, and he holds the <laughs> title for uh, for that. So and he, he even sent, sent us photos. pictures. Yeah. He did send us pictures. Yeah. It's Eric. Uh, I, I can't tell his last name, but uh, James Woodley wrote in said, "I am a dancer extraordinaire." <laughs> so my somebody wrote me and to said, back it up remember they had to prove it yeah. so to back it up he says I went on a mission trip in Kiev Ukraine about a year ago and my role in the drama was to be a drunk dancer this is a clip of me goofing off and showing off my mad skills at the end of the presentation it also includes my original dance move the blossoming flower prancing pixie it's in the f- <laughs> it is the finale of my dance routine and um, I, you can get it at the Sierra device.com <laughs> slash Kiev 05. So uh, check out James Woodley dancing there. Just Corey like a- from our office is a pretty good dancer, too. He's trying to <laughs> some, some moves. He's, he does the he, footloose. He's almost injured himself several times to, you know. Yesterday at 6.01, all of a sudden you hear the Footloose song start playing, <laughs> and he goes doing the Kevin Bacon dance all over the office. <laughs> it was it was quite disturbing, actually. Just like a British nanny. <laughs> I, uh, I, got, I got one that was like, I have a hidden talent. It's writing. And they sent me like an article to try to get published online. We'll see if it does. <laughs> <laughs> 
Petra Smith um, said his hidden talent. Uh, he's a young South African, and um, uh, his his hidden talent is vehement. Is that how you say it? Vehement <laughs> writing. And he attached an example of his vehement writing. That's his hidden talent. Kate, our editorial assistant, who I embarrassed last week, um, I think I'll embarrass her again. Uh, she sent us a response to the hidden talent question, but it really wasn't a hidden talent. It was more like a personal quirk. Uh, she said someone pointed out that she tears up her food before she eats it. I think it's just around people that I do that, not when I'm alone with foods like bagel and pizza. I don't want to get it smeared all over my face, so I tear off chunks to put it in my mouth. That's a hint. <laughs> that's, that's pretty sad. That whole thing is sad. You know, what's even sadder is we only got the two emails that I read and Kate's. Those are the only replies yeah. to the hint talent. So that means that we do not have a very talented uh, listenership. Well, they're just overt talents. They're, they're not hidden or just, you know. But I don't want to say too many, I don't want to say too many bad things because we got some pretty negative feedback about how blunt we were with their jokes last week. I even got somebody that that you know put up a post that was like, "How about you give us a second chance with the jokes?" The answer is no. <laughs> you had one chance and it did not go well, <laughs> and nobody won the prize, which yeah. upset people as well. All right, well that'll do it for um, your feedback. Next up, uh, the relevant update. That was the Evan Anthem, their single testing, which is uh, playing now at Relevant TV. Uh, in Relevant News, we uh, want to give you an update about the Katrina stuff that I mentioned last week. Um, remember I said if we only got like one or two emails from you guys, um, we wouldn't probably do it. We got two emails. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things that it's going to be a logistical nightmare and I'm not sure that, I mean, t- truthfully, if we can't get like, hundreds or thousands of people down there. I just don't know that it, it's a good use of our time. Um, and so we're going to consider it, but we're going to talk to Campus Crusade and just kind of be honest. <laughs> like I, I don't know that our readers are going to be as gung-ho as we'd hope, maybe. If you are well, gung-ho... I think there's a lot of people who would like to do it, but just, you know... You can't. Can't, yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're in college and you are taking spring break and you don't have any plans up to this point... And you want to go. I mean, it's just, there's so many ifs yeah. in there. So <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll let you all know what comes of that. Um, there was a, a post or a thread on the message board where people, you know, were so disappointed about the jokes, you know, mm-hmm. that they actually started a new thread saying, you know, they're posing their own question. They're posing their own oh. thing now. <laughs> so they're trying to hijack the editorial question Uh-oh. of the week, which I have, you know, we need to shut this down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but protest it. We're yeah. protesting our own website. <laughs> no one Boycott. go to relevantmagazine.com. <laughs> <laughs> it has been hijacked. <laughs> easy, oh, no, not easy girl. Sorry, early oh. girl. Whoa. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, easy early girl. Um, early girl said, um, she started a new thread for a new question of what is your favorite Saturday morning guilty pleasure? Sleeping. And are we talking about like TV shows or just Saturday morning in general? 
<laughs> she didn't Apparently, specify. Jesse likes to watch cartoons on Saturday because, morning. <laughs> well, <laughs> Inside Stuff comes on with a mod Rashad. You don't watch that. I still. do. <laughs> no. Dude, that's <laughs> geared at nine-year-olds. <laughs> it's still. It's got cool. So are Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> D- does it still have Summer Sanders? Yes. I had a big crush on Summer Sanders. <laughs> last still week. awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, some people mentioned like California Dreams. You remember that show? Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. Didn't that girl, the skinny girl, she went on to be on Baywatch and now she's trying to be a, a real actress? Did you, you? The blonde girl? Yeah. Do you remember her? Sort of. Anyway. <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> My favorite current Saturday morning uh, show is, um, uh, I forget what it's called, but oh, it's like Flight 51 or something. It's basically like Lost for Kids. Yeah. I've Are seen, you yeah. serious? Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of ridiculous. It is pretty I love annoying. it. There's a there's a kids version of Survivor too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. And then the other one is second. <laughs> it's, it's it's called Endurance. Yeah, it's great. I literally can't remember the last Saturday that I was up before too. I I, I really can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember anything that happens on Sunday, Saturday mornings. Somebody I, else wrote in Thundercats. Yeah, Jim and the Holograms. J E M. That must have been before. Are, are we or talking after about my are, time? Are, yeah, are we talking about like. Current because if we're going like back in the day, dude, I, have lots. I read the question as posted. <laughs> All right, Here we I'm go. Just... I'll read it one more time. <laughs> what was or is your favorite oh, Saturday morning guilty pleasure? Heathcliff. I was a huge fan of all Nickelodeon programming, Saturday included. Yeah, guts. Uh huh. I wanted a piece Round of that aggro crag so bad. When I when I, I'd get up early to go watch Kids Incorporated, I might be dating <laughs> myself on that one. But the lip syncing, even back then, and I was like six, I knew the lip syncing was horrible. Mm-hmm. But apparently, like a lot of famous artists came out of it. Yeah. Fergie right. from Black Eyed Peas was on Kids Incorporated. I think Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh yeah, that's right. She was on there. Can I just say that when I used to watch Nickelodeon as a kid and they would show like Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando, Florida, <laughs> like I would be like, oh my gosh, one day I will, I will see that. It was like, <laughs> it was like the Mecca of everything. And then like when I first moved down here, like we went to City Walk and you know, you see the Nickelodeon in the background. I was like, oh my gosh, there it is. There's, wow. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> is Mark Summers in there? Oh. Sadly, yes. <laughs> Sweeping the floors. <laughs> he went to high school with my mom. No way. Just thought I'd throw that out there, if that Pretty makes neat. me famous at all. Oh, hey, you know what? This is totally off topic, but when we were talking about random people... Were we like on topic? People, no. <laughs> but we were talking about famous people we've seen, and now that he's apparently cool again, I'd like to point out that um, when I first started at Relevant, I ran into Chuck Norris. The one and only Chuck Norris. It's CBA. It's CBA. Really? Because he... Uh, he wrote an auto, his autobiography. CBA is the Christian industry trade show yeah. that we have to go to every July. <laughs> and yeah, he was there. Like he, I guess he's a Christian. Good old Chuck Norris is a Christian. And you can see it in his eyes. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of things in those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I can stare at those eyes for eyes. <laughs> so yes, I have seen Chuck Norris. In the They're flesh. like hypnotic. Okay, you know? if we're talking about CBA sightings, I, we, Kurt Cameron, yep. Soccer Cameron, saw uh, Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, oh, really? before he died. Um, I saw um, John Tesh yeah. at CBA. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, lot of ones like that. Mm-hmm. I so. saw Kevin Max this year. Did you? Yeah, yeah. so did I. Kara has an so email Kevin relationship with Kevin Max. I do. And a phone relationship, right? He left you a message. Well, don't make it sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's just a saying, business relationship. Well, yeah, I wasn't, I was just saying like, Professional. Jesse, come on. 
Gosh, Jesse. We're boycotting Jesse. <laughs> I'm, calling, I'm calling an end to Jesse right now. Don't uh, email or talk to Jesse. In other relevant news, uh, the, the March issue actually went to the printer today. It, um, it features, as you all have known for a while, Lee Nash is the cover story. Uh, it's also our spring music guide. It's, um, it's got some great articles. Like we mentioned, uh, Ed Young wrote a piece on, um, well, we, wa- we don't want to give it away, do yeah. we? Yeah, no. Want to keep it top secret. Got to get the issue. <laughs> yep. And uh, the lead slice is really cool. It is. <laughs> no, it's actually. It's actually. You'll, when you see the cover, when you see the issue, it's it's definitely one of the better ones we put out. So yeah. if you're real choosy and you only get like one or two a year, thanks a lot, by the way. <laughs> um, get get this one. It's a great issue. It really is. Yeah. So don't get the next one. Just this one. <laughs> now, hopefully, what we'll do is they'll go. Man, I didn't know they brought it like this, and they'll yeah. fall in love with the magazine, mm-hmm. and they'll get the next one too. Because the next issue has a really cool cover story as well. Can we reveal that? No, yet? not yet. This isn't even not yet. Huh? It's a great cover story. <laughs> All we're saying, it's good. But uh, we're All boycotting saying, you. We're boycotting you. <laughs> Sweet day off. About we're the next here. cover. We can't hear you. May June. I'm, All I'm saying is K-Fed. K-Fed, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you give away our cover? I just I couldn't I couldn't hold it in. You know. Anyway. All right. Speaking of uh, stories and coverage and artists trying to get coverage with us, Tyler has an anecdote. Um, I got a big box in the mail yesterday. Big box. I was really excited. Open it up. It's a media kit from an artist, uh, from a musician. And in it, it included an inflatable palm tree, a beach volleyball, flip-flops, a candle... Um, a uh, what are those? The uh, terrible towel is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah for, for the, the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. Um, Say, we're boycotting you. <laughs> Stop talking over me. Um, and he had like a list of of like why everything, like what you know, why he included all this stuff, how it pertains to his life. But I just like to say that, that was pretty awesome. And so I now behind my desk have a big uh, inflatable uh, palm tree that's coming out every Friday afternoon. And and Jesse and I, before I boycotted him, he and I were playing volleyball in the office yesterday. Yes, we were. I don't I've think we should accept gifts like that. Nope. I agree. Well, notice we didn't and say the name of the artist. Yeah. And and the gifts did not influence our decision to not cover him in any way. <laughs> it did. It did influence a little afternoon hijinks, though, right? Volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, if you're an artist or a label person, don't send us stuff because. Really, we really don't look favorably on it, even though Tyler really enjoys it. When, when he says us, he means Tyler. Just send it. I don't yes, look favorably yeah. on it. Send it to Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it doesn't influence our and By stuff, decisions. I mean envelopes of money. Just put out good music and we'll cover it. We promise you that. That's all, that's all we ask. Just put out good music. And checks written to Tyler Clark. <laughs> Another relevant news, me and Cameron smoked... Uh, Two staffers at racquetball last night. That's right. We played doubles. Oh, where you're going with that sentence. <laughs> Smoked. Smoked some doobies in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Nick Nick and Corey. Now, Nick is like, he's like grease lightning on the racquetball court. He's amazing. That's so funny because he like runs into walls here. <laughs> it's true. He's so no, he's good on the he's good on the racquetball court. And then uh, Corey's, you know, he's an up and comer. You know, see. And then Jesse and I are like right in between the two of them. You know, in skill. And so I guess the two middle range and ability could beat the the best and worst. I guess the the real the real. Uh, <laughs> not that Corey's the worst, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got the, sweet dance moves, so it's all right. Yeah. The the real, you know, showing of our skills when Mr. Strang Sr. 
comes yeah. out to play. That's true. My dad's actually a racquetball guru. And uh, and anytime he hears that I'm going to play, which has been like twice in the last two years, he's like, oh, can I come? Well, you know, tell him where the racquetball court is. Yeah, it, the racquetball court that we play is actually at, at my dad's office. He he likes racquetball so much that when they built their office building, he built a racquetball court in it for him and his staff. He shares it. but So we play there. It's nice. Um, I, I, I don't like playing my dad, though, because he's incredibly competitive and he's better than me. And I'm incredibly competitive. So if I know you're going to beat me, I just don't want to play you. I'm going to wear short shorts. <laughs> He's getting over those. But when uh, to have family fun time when I was a kid, um, my mom, my dad, and I, and I was eight years old, we went to play racquetball as a family. And... And, you know, I'm eight and I'm hitting it. And he's teaching me how to hit the, you know, everything. And so we decided to play a little game, you know. And, uh, you know, my dad's just, you know, he's playing down to our level, you know. And then I got a couple points. And my dad decides, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show him how good <laughs> I can be oh, no. to show him that I'm so much better. And so I'm in the middle of the court and I hit it. And my dad behind me. Just what and it just clocks me in the back of the head, like just bam. <laughs> and I kind of all I remember is turning around and going, what? Boom! Hit the concrete, passed out. He knocked me out as an eight-year-old. I swore Aww. I would never play with him again. Finally, in college, I played with him one more time, and happened to win the first game. You're supposed to play best of five. I won the first game and retired. I, I would not play him again. I walked out. I went home. He was uh, horribly upset. How how long how long after that did it take you guys to speak again? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I I got home before him and ran in, going, "I beat Dad at racquetball. I beat Dad at racquetball." So when he comes home twenty mm-hmm. minutes later, my mom is just letting him have it, just making fun of him that he lost to his son. And what kind of man are you? And all this stuff. It was great. <laughs> wow. It was awesome. And then it was about another ten years before we played again. I finally played him with my brother. I won't play him one-on-one, but I played him with my brother, you know, about six months Never ago. Never play him one-on-one? Never. I won't. Because he'll smoke me, and he'll probably hit me in the head again. So. <laughs> anyway, that's it for our relevant sports update. <laughs> and now here's our jingle for the editorial question of the week. What phrase do you most overuse? Or another wording of this question would be, what is your favorite slang word or phrase? We could call this the honorary Jesse Carey, know what I mean? Question of the week. Because <laughs> wow. he know says, know what I mean, all the time. Did you know you do that? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, come on. I, I, I really don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't do it on the podcast as much, but when you're talking about racquetball or whatever, or I mean uh, basketball and stuff, you're always like, know what I mean? Know what I mean? <laughs> I say that too. So, and my wife makes me very aware of it and so now I'm aware of it and you do See, it all I, I the time. I have no one to make me aware of it right now. Well, Aww. in March you will. In March I will mm. have a wife to make me aware of that. So. That's very true. How's marriage going, Tyler? It's going very well. I, I, I can't play racquetball with you guys though because, you know, doing the marriage thing. Whoa. It, don't. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> oh. Sizzle. <laughs> yeah. well, we've kind of gone into hibernation. Whoa. We no, don't like, want to know about that no, either. No, I'm just saying like we don't like like we never really leave the apartment. Whoa, come on. <laughs> yeah, everything's thinking. You got a filthy mind, Cameron. <laughs> no, it's beautiful no, in marriage. I, wa- I walked is. by. Trust me. I walked by. <laughs> come on, Cameron. <laughs> but walking by Tyler's desk, all I see is a stack of books. Red Hot Monogamy. Sizzle. sizzle. I don't know where these Sizzle's a new one. <laughs> Wait, yeah. um, can the I be shizzle. honest? Uh, my wife took Sizzle off my desk. and was like, can I read this? <gasps> I said, are you serious? Tyler, like, yeah. you shouldn't be having to read Sizzle yet. 
You had to read that. You get, you get in like two years, you need to be having to read Sizzle. If anybody's got any tips for me. <laughs> please don't. Please no one send anything. Please don't send that out. out. Please, I, if I see a thread on the message board about... Tips for Tyler. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Don't do it. We'll boycott it. <laughs> All right, so... And the email address is feedback at relevantmagazine.com. Yep. Or editorial at Relevant Magazine. Wow. We check Multiple them both. counts. We read them both. Or you could send the same email to both. But that's just kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's well, like today when I check it. So. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's edition of the wonderful, great, relevant podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Kara Davis. I'm Tyler Clark. I'm Jesse Carey. We'll see you next week. Know what I mean? Relevant Podcast, anytime, anywhere.